Turn with me this morning to First Peter, the first chapter. Moses was in the mount with the Lord. And the Lord told Moses, said, go and sanctify the people. He said, sanctify them on day one and on day two and get ready on the third day. Why? Because, and oh, well, I left out something <laughs> Told them to wash, for them to wash their clothes and be ready on the third day. Reason for it was the Lord is fixing to come and meet with His people. So that's kind of way with this morning. We need to be ready. We've come and gathered here this morning to meet with the Lord. Uh, the word. I think is sanctified. He told them to sanctify the people today and tomorrow and get ready for the third day. In the first chapter of First Peter, he said elect, we'll begin verse 2. Elect is addressed to according to the foreknowledge of God. The Father through sanctification of the Spirit. And that sanctification of the Spirit was unto obedience. Now that's the principal word, obedience. One must obey. That's what was wrong with man in the very beginning. He wouldn't obey. Turned from the Lord and done the very thing the Lord told him not to do. He went on and done it. Unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you, and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy, He'd have mercy, not sacrifice. We come there last week, hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance. Anybody that's ever been around me a while <laughs> know that this inheritance is a most important thing to me. You don't do anything for it. You inherit it. That's one reason that this uh, easy believism today is not worth anything. They always got to be doing something. You don't have to do anything with the Lord as far as being in the family of God. It's inherited. It's given to us to an inheritance incorruptible, none defiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you 
it's made sure, and the, the assurance we've already read, it was in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He said, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God. That's what you are just talking about, wasn't it? By the power of God through faith, and that faith is of Jesus Christ, unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein you greatly rejoice now for a season, if be, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom we've not seen, yet love in whom, though now ye see him not, ye believing, ye rejoice, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. So it's all of the Lord. He talks in the beginning here about sanctification of the Spirit. And we make sanctification too complicated, I think, most of the time. I think it just means it's an ongoing work of the Lord. That's the reason he told them to sanctify the people today and sanctify them tomorrow and get them ready. And they washed their garments. Well, we can't go in before the Lord without being holy. You must be holy, for I am holy. So we must be washed and clean and made holy. And made holy is an ongoing work of sanctification of the Spirit. Man... Without the Spirit of the Lord leading him, he'll always turn away. That's just his nature. That's what he's born with. The very nature to turn from God and be at enmity with him always. In the book of Micah, the seventh chapter. <clears throat> Micah. <clears throat> In the seventh chapter, uh, seventh chapter, in verse fourteen, he said, "Feed thy people with thy rod, the flock of thine heritage, which dwell solitarily in the wood, in the midst of Carmel. Let them feed in Bashan and Gilead, as in the days of old." This is in the fertile places. That's where they feed. Feed them, though, with the rod. And that's the very center point, I believe, of sanctification. 
He said, According to the days of thy coming out of the land of Egypt will I show unto him marvelous things. The nations shall see and be confounded at their might. They shall lay their hand upon their mouth, and their ears shall be deaf, and they shall lick the dust like serpent. They shall move out of their holes like worms of the earth. They shall be afraid of the Lord our God, and shall fear Him because of thee, because of Israel. Now keep in mind, we are the Israel. And he said, Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He has inherited also. And we have inherited all by the will of God. He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. In mercy. That mercy is what brings on sanctification. Otherwise, He would just let us go. He said He will turn again. He will have compassion on us. He will subdue our iniquities. And Thou will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Thou will perform the truth of Jacob and the mercy to Abraham, which they have sworn unto our fathers from the days of old. Mercy and not sacrifice. In the book of Luke, the first chapter, <clears throat> In verse 73, I guess, 72. To perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember His holy covenant, the oath which He sweared our father Abraham, that He would grant unto us that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve Him without fear in holiness and righteousness before Him all the days of our life. So that's the very design of sanctification is that we might serve Him in holiness. The Lord is most merciful in that He's granted on us to live in the day when we live. It's a look like sometime bad time, but it's good time. Lord has spoken unto us by His Son, Jesus Christ. He was coming here to keep the oath or the covenant that the Father had made with the Son 
that he'd save himself of people, and he was about to send the forerunner to tell the people, He's coming. The Lord is coming to save His people. In Second Thessalonians, <clears throat> well, I think I said last Sunday we're the most blessed people just to have the privilege to come to this place and meet with the Lord. It happens to be the place that He's chosen that you and I would meet with Him. Uh, And we didn't have anything to do with that. (laughs) Just all of a sudden, that's the way it was. That's what we're going to do. We're going to endeavor to keep that in Second Thessalonians, the second chapter, in verse 13, I suppose, let's see, for this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye received the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it was in the word in the, in its truth the word of god which effectually worketh also in you that believe for ye brethren became followers of the churches of god which in judea and chief and are in christ jesus for ye also have suffered like things of your own countrymen even as they have I'm in the wrong place. Second Thessalonians two and verse thirteen, he said, But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord. Because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Unto, whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast. Hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. So we do 
thank the Lord that he has stayed with us. If it weren't so, I say it again, we would turn every one of us from the way. Sanctification of the Spirit and belief of truth. Now, if the Lord doesn't sanctify it, it'll not be sanctified. If it's not pleasing to the Lord, it's no sanctification. It always raises doubt. But if it be with the Lord, then it's always positive. It's always secure. He's always working in us to do what is right. In Hebrews, the second chapter, I guess in verse 8, said, Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels. For the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. What are you looking Second Thessalonians? I mean Hebrews the second chapter. I done. Hebrews the second chapter and uh, begin verse eight. <clears throat> For it became him for whom all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory. The holiness of God is the glory of God. Unto glory. To make captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all one. So we all suffer the same things, and it's so even in the body of Christ, in the church. We all suffer the same thing. We we heard this week about the, the tumor that broke the rib, and I... I cried over it. It it, it hurt me. Uh, I wondered how you could stand it, and then and then I wondered then why till February until they do something with it. But if one hurts, they all hurt. For both he that's sanctified and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he's not ashamed to call them brethren. 
our brother. Born, born, justified, sanctified into the family, into the family of God, that we might receive the inheritance. And he said, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I am the children which God hath given me. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part in the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Being sanctified. That's really a good word. Don't, don't confuse it. It's ongoing work of the Lord. That's how simple that is. Lord never ceases. He keeps on working in His people to secure their salvation or He will go with them to the end. And it's Him that carried to continue on until the end that shall be saved. Now, how are we going to do that? By sanctification of the Spirit. In the book of Isaiah, can't hardly quit without going to Isaiah 45. I guess we begin in verse 22. He said, Look unto me and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there's none else. I have sworn by myself the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness, and shall not return that unto me every knee should bow and every tongue should swear. Surely shall one say, In the Lord have I righteousness. Where is your righteousness? It must be in the Lord. It's like in the faith of Jesus Christ. He said, I have thy righteousness and strength. Even to him shall men come, and all their incensed against him shall be ashamed. In the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be justified and shall glory. Glory. Glory in the work of the Lord in the ongoing work of the Lord, the continual work, the sanctifying 
of the people. In Isaiah, the 35th chapter, save the best part to last. Then verse 8, he said, And a highway shall be there, and a way it shall be called a way of holiness, sanctified. Called a way of holiness. Unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, though fools shall not err therein. No line shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion. Now they're going to come and be coming with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee. And even this day we can as we come together sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus for he is our God and our Savior who keeps on keeping on not letting us go always guiding us and directing us in the paths of righteousness that we might be made holy sanctified unto the service of the Lord. We're called to be servants. So sanctification is designed of holiness itself that man might be made holy. It might be washed and made clean that he might enter in through the veil to the very mercy seat where the Lord is set, where we might meet with Him. We always look forward to the next meeting with the Lord. And you know, it, can't, it don't have to wait until Sunday. It can be each day. When you get up, get up, praising God for your inheritance. If you know the Lord, you have inherited that. It wasn't anything that you've done. It was strictly of inheritance.